Hello, I'm Emma Louise Coffey and you're welcome to the Dairy Edge, the Chagas Dairy Podcast. We're bringing you the latest information, insights and opinion to improve dairy farm performance. On this week's episode, Grass 10 advisor Joseph Dunphy joins us to discuss grassland management as growth rates double on farms across the country. And I first asked him to assess the grass availability on farms. So if we look back at the, the Grass 10 newsletter there for last week, which for those of your listeners who aren't familiar with it, it's available on the, the Chagas public website and on the Twitter handle at Chagas Grass 10. Uh, average farm covers around the country were run around 672 kilos of dry matter per hectare with a cover per, per cow of about 195. Um, growth rates were somewhere in around 66 and demand uh, 57 on farms. Supplement levels, you know, from after the after the heavy the heavy rain there, Emma Louise were averaging around 3.5 kilos, along with 14, 14 and a half kilos of grass and pre-grazing yields of uh, 1,600 kilos of dry matter per hectare. Um, from, from a dry matter point of view, Emma Louise, um, you know, after the heavy rain last, you know, last Tuesday, Wednesday, um, the dry matters had dropped to about 14%. Um, however, as we approach the end of the week, you know, the better weather, you know, dry matters had recovered back up to 17, 18%. So look at Emily's with some of the, the heavy rain we've, we, you know, we saw around the country in the previous week, there, you know, there had been huge variations in terms of growth rates with farmers on, you know, heavy soils in high rainfall areas, really struggling and growth rates, you know, maybe back as far as 45 um, whereas, you know, there's other areas of the country that were probably nearly looking for rain 10, 10 days, two weeks ago. And, you know, growth rates are fairly strong on these of, you know, somewhere in around 70 to 75 plus. So um, but with the with the improvement in weather that we've seen, you know, towards late last week, Emma Louise and, and over the weekend, we're expecting to see, you know, a, a bump in growth rates and in ground conditions um, in that time. If we were just to, you know, to pick out a couple of points just from the newsletter, Emma Louise, in terms of, you know, things were, you know, from from that top line, from the pasture base figures, um, pre-grazing yields, you know, throughout that wet weather were still coming in around 1,600 kilos of dry matter per hectare, Emma Louise, um, which is which is too high. Now, I know weather conditions weren't ideal, you know, in, in for, for, for taking any of these paddocks out, but... Um, you know, it's just if we get big growth rates over the weekend, as we're expecting to see when, you know, our next newsletter comes out tomorrow, the first of the, the first of June, you know, we're expecting to see, you know, bigger growth rates, which will, which will, you know, make the problem much worse. So it's important, Emma Louise, to keep the pre-grazing yields to somewhere in around 1,400 kilos of dry matter per hectare and cover per cow somewhere around 160 to 180 and to continue to skip paddocks above the 1,500 and make good quality bales or put them in with the with the first cut in the pit. And I think if, if we reflect on, on um, I guess, your overview of the grass situation, Joseph, there are, you know, people depending on your region and, and you know, some people a mile away from you are in a totally different situation in terms of weather conditions. But if, if, if we look at those farms that are, you know, in, the, in a surplus now and, you know, growing a lot of grass, you know, you mentioned taking out the surpluses. So at what point uh, would you advise farmers in that scenario to take out a paddock? If you could give us a figure in terms of farm cover per cow, when you're looking at your grass wage, at what point do you say it's time now to to pull out a paddock? 
So Emma-Louise, we would advise farmers to, to, to keep between 160 and 180 kilos of dry matter per livestock unit. So if people are walking their farm every five days now at the minute, you know, things, things are moving quite fast. Um, we're advising that if people kind of are on the are on the strong side up at 190, 200, you know, kilos of dry matter per cow, um, you know, to go off that figure, but also look at the figure, you know, look at the pre-grazing yield. So look at the top couple of paddocks from your grass wedge. Um, and, and, you know, if we have paddocks that are 15 plus, 1550, 1600, you know, these are the type of paddocks to, to be leaving off for, for surplus bales or to put into the pit. You know, we want to keep our pre-grazing at 1400 to, to, you know, to, to, or 1450, somewhere to that, to dump somewhere to that extent or lighter, because as we approach, you know, the last couple of days, you know, the last few days of May, the first day or two of June, Emma Louise, you know, most varieties are coming towards heading date anyway. Is. And if a variety is heading on the 1st of June, for example, at least 50% of that variety will have headed by that stage. So a lot of seed head, a lot of stem is, a, is, is you know, is uh, appearing on farms. So great pre-grazing yields of 13 or 1400 will help to, you know, to, to stay away from that. And, and again, a follow on question for farmers in that situation, like you mentioned, farmers are growing um, 75 kilos dry matter per day plus. And, you know, when you pick out individuals, you're going to see really high numbers like some some farmers, you know, they're they're measuring every two times a week and, and they're growing up to, you know, 80, 90 kilos for those farms, you know, their demand is generally lower than the growth. So where is your recommendation there? I know you mentioned at the moment, on average, pasture-based farmers are, the, the cows are eating four and a, 14 and a half kilos of grass, three and a half kilos of concentrate. What is your recommended diet for cows in that scenario where there's a really high growth rate? So in, on, on, on farms with really high growth rate, you know, coming out of the last the last week or 10 days, Emma Louise, of of, of, of wetter weather, you know, supplement had probably creeped back up to, you know, the figures that are in the news that are there this week at, you know, three and a half, four kilos. Um, but if we get to the stage where dry matters have bumped back up to the 17, 18, 19%, you know, cows are content back at grass again. There's no standing along, you know, ditches and, you know, and damaging going on that there was in, uh, you know, on, on certain farms. So, Look, there's no reason why, you know, those farms that if, you know, with the meal has a good mineral pack to two kilos, you know, um, you know, for the rest of breeding, you know, we're probably only a month into breeding yet on most farms. So, you know, bit by bit, that can be brought back down from an average, you know, 3.5 to, to, to two kilos, you know, um, you know, I, you know, certain farmers will be wary after, you know, after having a lot of meal fed, you know, for a long time this spring. And may not want to come down, you know, back to the kilo, you know, or half kilo or kilo quite so quick, but definitely bringing back that back down from three and a half to two kilos for the next couple of weeks, I think is fairly practical as long as the mineral pack, you know, is fairly right in it and mag is covered, you know, in in two kilos. And you've acknowledged the heavy rainfall and, you know, while we hope that we're we're out of out of it at this stage, you know, you know, farms in some parts of the country have had the situation where they've been, um, you know, on off grazing cows or, um, you know, even housing cows for certain periods of the day um, over the last month. Something that we shouldn't really be talking about in May, but um, 
you know, however it, it was the case. Was there a lot of uh, management practices being done by farmers that you can see um, in order to get cows out uh, while minimising damage? Yes, Emma Louise. So look, it's been a very difficult May, as you, as you know yourself, you know, around around the country, you know, how you know heavy rainfall has has made has made things difficult and you know and as you said has made things more difficult for for some you know compared to others if we look at you know i've just two examples there today you know donegal this year has you know made it was about 100 mil of rain where you know compared to 27 mil in 2020 and we had Paddy O'Brien on our, the Grass 10 newsletter who has you know has received 125 mil of rain on his farm for you know down in down in County Kerry so far in May so you know on certain on certain farms you know in high rainfall areas with some heavy soils look at there's been certain parts of the farm that just are not travelable at you know there last week Emily just you know you know physically couldn't go to them with cows you know waterlogged um and oh you know other farmers were having to you know another another parts of the farm then you're having to use your you know go back to your your spring grazing essentially Emma Louise or your wet weather grazing um you know your you know on off grazing back fences um and using multiple access points but look at if there's a few you know a few other key points for for heavy soils farmers Emma Louise or you know people in high rainfall areas it's you know assess the paddocks on the dry paddocks of your farm daily and you know and, and set the this you know when you're when you're out setting setting up strip wires use spur roadways to get to the extremities of 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 paddocks and to reduce the damage that's been done and and, and use a back fence to you know that you're you know on on you know on these fields that you're that you're minimizing the damage not letting them back over what had been grazed in the morning or say or the previous evening um, you know, the on off grazing or, you know, standing cows in the yard after milking, very, very important just to reduce the amount of time that they're, they're being spent in that, you know, that they're spending in the paddock. And another thing, Emma Louise, I think, you know, we can we can we can talk a good bit about, you know, the practical side of things within the paddock. But I think it's important that, you know, farmers are have to farmers have to be flexible, but also have a positive mindset. You know, on, on certain farms with, with the cold weather, it's been a difficult spring and this wet weather has just kind of you know, made it, you know, a, a little bit more difficult for longer. Normally when we get to May, we're, we're away with it. So look, keep the positive, keep a positive mindset, you know, over the next, you know, over the next week until, you know, hopefully we have, you know, settled, settled warmer weather and growth rates and ground conditions return to normal. And, and as you say, you know, people in heavy rainfall areas or on heavier soils they're no stranger to these practices it's just I guess it's it's to uh, keep it up for a little while longer I mean looking then to fertilizer and fertilizer I guess is a very contentious issue um, but I guess this time of year is where we see um, you know a very good response uh, from nitrogen Um, you also mentioned that you know, temperatures are on the rise and there is a big kick in growth. So the plant needs nitrogen um, from a chemical nitrogen perspective or, you know, chemical fertilizers in general. Joseph, what can you recommend in terms of rates required and products that we should use in the month of June and July? So Emma Louise, our 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 aim should be to apply somewhere around, you know, 0.8 to 1 unit of N per day. Um, are essentially 30 units per month. 
Okay. Um, so I think this at times can be misunderstood, Emma Louise, as, as 30 units per rotation, but essentially it's, you know, it, it's 30 units, 30 units per month. Okay. Across, I've got, you know, a, a per acre per month. So, um, the easiest way to keep on top of this, Emma Louise, is to, you know, if, if we're on a 20 day rotation, 18, 20, 21 day rotation at the minute, the, you know, the easiest thing to do is to just stick to and set your, set your fertilizer spreader for 20 units of in um, after grazing for that paddock that's on a 20 day rotation. And I suppose, Emma Louise, just to have a, you know, I suppose to run through one or two quick calculations there in terms of, um, in terms of you know why why it is one unit a day you know throughout the months of of june and july if we look at some of the average crew proteins that are coming in you know there's probably a range of 17 to 22 percent crew protein in in summer grass um with say an average of of 19 percent um which tells us there'll be somewhere in around a nitrogen content of about 3.1 percent in that in that plant so um if we were to, you know, figure out how much nitrogen that fourteen hundred, you know, kilos of dry matter sward needs per twenty-one days, what we're going to do there, Emma Louise, we multiply the fourteen hundred, you know, kilos of dry matter per hectare by three point one percent. So that tells us we need somewhere around forty-three kilos of N per hectare for that twenty-one days. And that also, you know, if we do our calculation, bring it back, that's about thirty-five units. Of, of 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 nitrogen per acre okay so paddocks with good soil fertility at this you know at this time of the year you know it's important not to forget about the background nitrogen that's available there and that's nitrogen you know at this time of the year that's been you know naturally released you know both from you know previous you know fertilizer in applications plus also dung and urine that have been recycled um, from cows from previous rotations. So on good on farms with good soil fertility, we can expect somewhere about 0.5 of a unit per day um, being released. So if we take that over 21 days, we're, we're, we're seeing somewhere around 11, 11 to 12 units being released from the soil. So that, you know, that 1400 kilos of dry matter you know, that crop essentially are, 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 are grazing, you know, you know, growing, growing that tonnage of grass needs, the, you know, the 35 units. If we're getting 12 units, or, you know, from, of in from the soil already, you know, we must, we take that away, we need to apply somewhere around 22, 23 units per 21 days or 20 days, whatever our rotation in. So that sticks somewhere to our one unit per day rule. And just Emma Louise, in terms of, you know, our our, our products, um, as temperatures heat up, as as we've said, look, we're 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 in ideal time, you know, in terms of you know nitrogen volatilization. So protect, you know, protected, you know, protected urea or, or a protected end source is you know is our product of choice as we move through the early part of the summer. So, um, you know, going with our, you know, our 20 units are protected in, but also not to forget about sulfur at this time of the year as well. And that, you know, just to remember that figure that grazing ground requires somewhere around 15 units per acre. And so, and, 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 you know, I suppose the best way to put that out is over, you know, is over say four to five rounds at, you know, say five rounds at three or four units or four rounds at three or four units, um, you know, 
per you know per round to get that 15 units in so drip feed that in over a number of rotations and looking then if we take a step back and look at the overall picture you know we, we've discussed the heavy rainfall um in the last few weeks but there is also being you know i suppose a persistent and prolonged uh, colder than normal um, in, in April and into May. Has that impacted on the cumulative growth um, that we have seen if we compare it to, you know, an average across a number of years or even back to 2020? Yes. So Emily, we just some figures um, pulled out this morning there from from Pasture Base Ireland. You know, on, on average, we're somewhere around 500 kilos or a half a tonne of dry matter per hectare behind on 2020. So if we take 2020, for example, we had about 3.8 tonnes of dry matter you know, growing year to date, whereas in 2021, we've about 3.3 tonne growing year to date. So um, we're about a half a tonne behind. Or essentially, if you want to, if we want to bring it back to, you know, to, you know, it's about eight days grass on farm, you know, uh, in total, you know, essentially, you know, not grown so far in in 2020. But, M. Louise, I suppose it's important not to dwell on that, and you know, it's it, you know, it's important to 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 look forward. And in you know, in previous years, you know, back in you know a couple of years ago with the drought, we kind of tend to see that grass growth does does tend to balance out on most farms or recover very very well. So. If we continue to stick to the blueprint, if we continue to stick to, you know, grazing to 14 or 14, you know, 1400s, 1450s, um, you know, on an 18 to a 20 day round, make our good quality bales and, 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 and take advantage of, you know, more than likely good growth rates that we're going to get in June to leave aside, you know, leave aside some ground for 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 a second cut in 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 mid July. Most farmers will recover a lot of that half a ton as we move through the year. I think that's a a good note to finish on, Joseph. As you say, things are on the up, and you know we may recoup some of that uh, grass that wasn't grown um, in the first half of the year. And I think a, a final thing for farmers is probably a good idea to be getting out. Uh, twice a week at the moment because growth rates are turning inside out and we're probably going to see double the amount of grass grown on farm per week as we have seen in the last number of weeks. Thank you, Joseph. No problem, Louise. Thanks very much. That's it for this week's episode of the Dairy Edge podcast. And my thanks to Joseph Dunphy for joining me on this week's show. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast. You can listen on Apple and Google Podcasts as well as Spotify. And for more information, go to the Chagas website at chagas.ie. I'm Emma-Louise Coffey and join me next time for your Dairy Edge.